This is Brain Diet, episode number 107. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to this episode of Brain Diet, of the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm always so happy that you are here. We are talking today about how to do your best. Now, stay with me as I elaborate on why I think this is a valuable topic to discuss and why I think it's a valuable thing to keep at the top of mind. I am going to share with you five ways to do your best. And if you're like, what does that even mean? Just stay with me and I will explain (laughs) what that means. And again, why I think it is important. As a life coach, I want to help people do their best. I want to help people be their best. But what this is sometimes understood as is that people aren't their best and need to be different in order to be their best. Oftentimes, the idea of doing your best doesn't actually mean that. The underlying meaning of just do your best is do better or you could have done better. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do your best can sometimes be said relative to something else. My five-year-old right now, we have this program that we do that's supplementary to what he's doing in preschool. We do it five days a week for like 15 minutes or whatever. And some days he's really engaged. He gets answers correct. He understands what's going on. And other days he gets everything wrong. I mean, literally every single thing wrong. When we take those good days and we use that as a point of reference and say, okay, buddy, do your best, and it's relative to something else, then that's where we have this underlying meaning of, okay, I'm judging this according to a point here. So you better do as good as you have done in the past. And when we do this to ourselves, there can be a lot of anxiety and nervousness or shame when it comes to whatever we are doing. And so when we think, okay, just do your best, and there comes this anxiety and nervousness or shame for you, that is why I wanted to discuss this today. Our best is constantly changing. Did you know this? Did you know that in everything in your life, whatever your best is, will constantly change? There are many variables that contribute to what our best is. Just as with my five-year-old son and this preschool program that we are doing, his best is determined by what he's eaten and how he has slept and how he's feeling emotionally. There are so many different variables that contribute to his capability in that moment. Think about with a workout as well. If like for me, I work out at 830, you know, five to six days a week. And my best every single day is a little bit different. And for the same reasons coming from the same variables, how you are performing physically can be determined by your sleep, by your caloric intake, by what those calories consisted of, by your hydration. It can be determined by how you talk to yourself. It can be determined by how you're feeling emotionally as well. 
Like there are so many movements in weightlifting that are so mental. Like if you get in your head too much, if you are talking to yourself in a way that gets in the way, it becomes so much more difficult to perform a lift or let alone to perform it well. There are variables that contribute to our capabilities. And so when we are using a point of reference as I should be doing this, do your best means we should get this number or we should achieve this outcome, that's when we can shoot ourselves in the foot a little bit because we aren't giving ourselves the grace of our best being something that consistently changes. Sometimes our best sucks. Sometimes our best is really, really bad. And sometimes this is because we just are not good at something. I think about when I first started lifting weights like a decade ago, I wasn't good at it. And so my best was terrible, but I still showed up because I liked it and it was terrible, but it was still my best. Now, something that I have just started trying, (laughs) I am on a mission to become a master of the cast iron skillet and one of my sweet, sweet friends bought me this brand new one and I am so excited to have it. And so I planned this whole week of meals to use this cast iron skillet. Last night, put it on the stove. I had it preheating. It had been sitting there for a couple of minutes. I put some avocado oil on it and it burst out in flames. So that's where I'm at in my doing my best journey using a cast iron skillet. I'm like, well, you only go up from here. almost set the house on fire. I mean, that was me doing my best was almost setting the house on fire. It was terrible. It was so bad. But I knew I'm like, I'm going to do my best with this. And I know it's going to suck a lot. I'm going to be terrible at it. I'm going to almost burn the house down doing my best trying to use a cast iron skillet. PSA, if anyone has any tips on using a cast iron skillet, it would be much appreciated. I feel like I'm, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to TikTok though. TikTok is a really great resource for stuff like this. There are a lot of people that do cast iron stuff on TikTok I've just recently discovered. Anyway, so sometimes our best is really, really bad. And sometimes it's because we just aren't good at something. Other times, however, we know better and we still do a terrible job anyway. Coming back to lifting weights, after a decade of lifting weights, and then for me, it's been like the last three years have been really strategic programming in terms of my lifts and strength programming and all that kind of thing three years of taking it really not I've always taken it seriously but just being really strategic with the programming I still will do a terrible job I still will have days where it's garbage like just total garbage workouts I know how to do better I know how to show up I know certain variables that can contribute to the outcome that I want with my workouts and I still do a terrible job and same goes for like eating and nutrition I know so much and I have so much more to learn but I I think consider myself someone that knows a lot about nutrition and feeding the body because I love it and I still will do a terrible job sometimes and you know what it's still me doing my best all of these things even if I know better and even if you know better it is still your best did you know this sometimes when we are looking at the idea of our best it can work against us a little bit when we look at our past sometimes we look at the past with regret Because we have these thoughts like, I wish I would have handled that better. Or I could have done so much more. I didn't do my best. So then what happens is moving forward, we expect so much of ourselves. We give ourselves this point of reference that it should be a certain way. Because we are so afraid of regretting 
our actions. We are so afraid of regretting something that we have these high expectations of ourselves. But here's what I want to offer. Looking at your past and anything that has happened in your past and labeling it with thoughts like, that wasn't my best. I could have done so much more. I wish I would have handled that better. There is no upside to doing this because it keeps you focused on the past instead of focusing on the future and what you could create. It doesn't change anything wishing it were different. The reality is whatever it was that happened, happened. And thinking you could have done more or it should have been different doesn't change what happened. The next thing when it comes to regret Regret is a feeling. It is a choice that we make based on how we choose to think about things. So if there is something in your past that you regret, now I'm not saying we don't not want to regret things, but if there is something that you regret and it's a problem for you that you are spending time dwelling on how much you regret this part of your past, it is not your past or anything that you have done or was done to you. None of that is what makes you feel regret. It is how you decide to think about your past. The thoughts that you have about your past are what create regret. What this means is that if you can take ownership over this, if you can own that regret comes from your thoughts and not from your past, you don't have to have such high, unachievable expectations for yourself. You don't have to put this pressure on yourself to perform a certain way in order to avoid regret. You can avoid regret right now by deciding to think differently about your past, about your present, or about your future. When you give yourself permission to perform at whatever level you perform, you alleviate so much pressure from the expectations that you have of yourself. Whatever has happened in the past, it's okay. It's my best. Whatever happens here is okay. It's my best. And if I'm bad at it or if I was bad at it, it's still my best. Even if I know better and I do something different, it is still my best. I did this today even where I sat down to draft some of the bullet points for this episode. And normally I'm pretty good. Like my calendar, I'll have it down. I will stick to it. I'll follow through. And every once in a while, I just have these days where I, I just really don't want to. And that's a topic for another episode when you really don't want to do something. It's okay if you don't want to do it. You still just do it even if you don't want to. But it's when you don't want to do it and you don't do it at all. That's when it can become a problem. Regardless, this was me today. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the last thing I want to do to move my body. Let alone like think and create and do anything that's like valuable in the world. And so do you know what I did for, honestly, I was probably almost two hours before I started to get to work. I have started watching these Korean dramas, well, it's a singular Korean drama. I have yet to start a second one. I am so into it. <laughs> it's so good. And I was like, I don't want to work. I don't want to do anything. And so I turned on these Korean dramas for like two hours before I started to get to work. And you know what? It was my best. I was doing my best in that moment with what I had, with all of the variables contributing to my life. It was me doing my best. And thinking about it that way makes it so much easier for me to be like, you know what? I was doing my best the last two hours. I watched Korean dramas and now I'm going to get to work. I was doing my best then and I'm going to do my best now and get to work. Understanding that we are always doing our best, even when it's terrible, helps us approach ourselves with more compassion. 
What if it's true that you really have always been doing your best? That you have always been doing your best with what you had at the time, with what you have at the time, even when you've been lazy and you haven't followed through or you didn't achieve your desired outcome? What if in all of those moments, you really were doing your best? I think about my past self. And like I said, when I come at that version of me with this, oh, I could have done better. I wish I would have done that. That was a terrible choice. I could have done something different. It makes me feel terrible emotionally, right? There's all sorts of stuff that comes up for me when I think about my past self in that way. Versus when I ask myself this question, like in my whole life, like what if I was always really doing my best with what I knew and what I had? And thinking about myself in that way, it's like I wish I could give myself a hug to be like, wow, you really were doing your best. And I'm here for you and I love you and good job. I know it's so hard. Keep going. This also opens up a possibility for how we relate to others. What if it's true that others really are doing their best too, even when they're lazy and even when they don't meet your expectations for how they should be? What if truly they are doing their best? If you think about yourself and all of the variables that contribute to how you show up every day, everyone else has those variables too. And while we are aware of our own variables, we aren't aware of other people's variables. We just have that singular piece of information in that single interaction. But if everyone else has the same variables contributing to how they are showing up in the world, it means that their best is going to fluctuate as well. And sometimes they'll meet our expectations and sometimes they will do a terrible job at meeting our expectations. But you know what? They're doing their best too. Did you know this? They really are doing their best. So what I want to do is give you five ways to do your best. Number one, give yourself permission to have your best be really bad. When you have those workouts that are trash, give yourself permission to have a trash workout. Be like, yeah, it was terrible and it was still my best. On those days when you overeat, yeah, I way overate. I didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't eat in the way that I wanted to eat and I was still doing my best. Thing number two to do your best is do not compare attempts. We don't want to compare what we could lift when we were five years old versus what we could lift when we were 25 years old. Nor do we want to compare what we can lift at 25 years old to when we're 50 years old. Comparison gives us a point of reference. When you are taking one workout compared to another workout, one day compared to another day, one relationship compared to another relationship, when you compare, you have that point of reference to use against yourself. And you then have a reason to judge yourself when you have this point of reference. So whatever it is that you are doing, do not compare it to the last time you did it or to the next time you did it or no comparison. We don't need a reason to judge ourselves because we honestly are aware of some of the variables, but there are so many other variables that we might not even be considering that are contributing to our ability to show up. So take each instance singularly. I did my best at that time in that moment. Do this with how you eat. When you are eating, don't compare how you ate today to yesterday to tomorrow. Right now, how are you eating and how can you love yourself through it all? Take each workout singularly. Today, I did not feel good. I couldn't lift heavy. I couldn't run fast and I was still doing my best. I'm not going to compare that to how I performed yesterday or how I will perform tomorrow. All I want to think about is this instance right now and have so much compassion for why I am 
showing up in this way. Take your body every single day and don't compare it to how it looked in the past or how it will look later. Right now, this is your body. And you have done so many things every single day that have contributed to this body. But in that moment, this is just your body. And it's exactly what it needs to be. And it has been you doing your best with all that you've had. Do not compare your body to any other time in your life. Because again, you will naturally find a point of reference that will give you a reason to judge yourself now. Thing number three that you can do to do your best is to drop expectations. If you say to someone else or to yourself, just do your best, mean it. Don't expect the outcome to be any other way than it is. Don't expect anything. Just say, do your best. And really, whatever happens, I believe it's your best. And I'm so proud of you for it. Again, whether you're saying it to someone else or to yourself, drop those expectations and don't allow your brain to think it should be different. Let it be what it is and understand that those are the variables that contributed and there are a lot that you aren't aware of. And that's what you have now and everything is okay. Number four is to let yourself go to the worst case scenario of this singular moment. So you have a singular moment of a workout, of a bite of food, of what your body looks like, and let yourself go to the worst case scenario. Like let's say you're you're thinking to yourself, do your best, but really you're saying, okay, you better do better. And I want you to allow yourself to say, okay, if I don't do my expectation of what the best is, if I don't follow through on this outcome that I'm expecting to achieve here, what is the worst case scenario? Like, what are you worried about if you quote unquote, don't do your best, which you're always doing your best. So if you don't, it means you have an expectation. So drop the expectation. And then if you still kind of have that expectation, let yourself go to that worst case scenario. My sister right now is in high school and she's preparing to take the ACT. And I remember back in high school taking the ACT and just being like, okay, I got to do my best. But really, it didn't mean that. It was like, I expect myself to do really well and to get all the answers right and to go to the college that I want to go. Like I had all these expectations for the outcome and for myself. And so there was so much pressure. This idea of doing your best, it didn't stick with me. It didn't really sink in that whatever happens, it's going to be okay. So my sister with the ACT, it's like, okay, she's taking it right now. And if she doesn't achieve the outcome that she wants, so what? Like really let yourself go there. What is the worst case scenario if she gets a certain score over another score on the ACT this Tuesday? Why does that matter? When you can go to the worst case scenario and accept it as a potential outcome, then it allows you to recognize your ability to figure anything out. Like, okay, let's really say, sister, that you don't get the score that you want. And then maybe, like, what's the worst case scenario there? Okay, maybe she doesn't get into the college that she wants to go to. Okay, what then? She could figure it out. All of us have this ability to figure things out that we don't allow ourselves to access because we are so afraid of a worst case scenario. If you have eaten a certain way and you're like, okay, that wasn't my best. I didn't do my best, right? Which feels terrible to think that way. What is the worst case scenario? Some weight gain? Like, okay, you've eaten in a way that you didn't want to eat and you are now experiencing some weight gain. So what? Now what are you going to do? It doesn't have to be a problem unless you make it a problem. So letting yourself go to that worst case scenario can be a really valuable tool to implement when you're in the space of do your best. Like I am going to do my best. And if it's terrible, what's the worst part about that? And how can I figure it out even if it is terrible? The last and final thing, the fifth thing that you can implement to do your best is to constantly ask yourself the question, what if this really is my best? 
Like what if that thing I did in the past, what if that really was my best at the time? What if that really was all I could give in that moment? Is it possible? And what if it is? Like what if what I have done and what if what I'm doing right now, what if this really is my best? Then what? When you can allow yourself to push into this question, it creates space to drop your self-judgment. If you can look and, and at least ask the question, like, is it possible that maybe at the time I was doing my best? If that were true, then what would change? You would have so much more compassion for yourself. If you really believed you are always doing your best and you're doing your best now, even when it's terrible, compassion is so much more accessible. You are doing your best. I promise, even if it's terrible and even if you know better, you are doing your best. So how to do your best, you already are. Just give yourself some credit. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.